What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ablaze Youth Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at We Are Ablaze. So I'm excited about tonight. Uh, as you guys know, Christmas is soon, man. I'm so stoked. I love Christmas so much. And so around this time of year, I'm always just like super thankful for the gift that is baby Jesus into the world. You know, he came in here just all eight, ounce, eight, eight pounds, six ounces or whatever he was. Who knows? They, they should have put his weight in his measurements in the Bible so that way everyone could be measured up to Jesus when they're born. How close were you to Jesus when you were born, you know? I don't know, that'd be kind of weird. Maybe there'd be like some weird like competition with that. So, but anyway, I'm always super grateful around this time of year. And so it just kind of seems fitting on my mind that we kind of start thinking that way, start like focusing on the gift that is Jesus, amen? It's always good to rehearse how good God is, right? It helps us to understand how good he is for us so that way we can also in turn show to other people how good he is, right? So one thing that, you know, we always go to the, the classic scripture of John three sixteen. Who knows it? Oh, some people. Kennedy, you want to come up here and say it? I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't do that to you. I'm just it says, for God so loved the world, he sent his one and only son into this world, not to judge it or condemn it, but to save it, to rescue it from the effects of sin. I kind of added my own little, you know, summarization, but that's what it says, that Jesus was sent into this world. God sent Jesus, and in a way, he actually sent himself to die for us to be our savior, to be our Lord. See, that's one thing that I, I, I kind of made a shift in my mind recently because for whatever reason, it helps me a little bit because I'm just like, there's no way I would sacrifice my son for any of you. No offense, I love you. But I'd maybe sacrifice myself. You know, I mean, like, I feel like I'd be more willing to give you me than I would give you my child, but then I realized that's what God did. He sacrificed himself for us because Jesus is God. He is the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is God and the Holy Spirit, they're all, they're all one. The three are one, right? He sacrificed himself for us. And so one of the things that I really wanna focus on tonight is, is one of the things that he came into this world to do with that sacrifice to rescue us from the effects of sin was to bring us peace. So tonight we're gonna be talking about the subject of peace and that we're meant to walk in peace. Jesus wants us to walk in this peace that he died to give us. Because a lot of times we don't <laughs> walk in peace, right? Who else gets like freaked out, has anxiety, gets scared, feels lonely, feels afraid, feels burdened, all the awesome adjectives of not peaceful, right? Anyone else, just me, no? <laughs> it happens. But tonight, I hope throughout this communication of peace that we recognize that we can have this, that we can walk in this peace that Jesus died to give us, amen? It says over here in the book of John 14, 27, out of the ESV, it says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do, not as the world gives do. Did I type that right? It seems like this. Is that in the word? Is that in the scripture? Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Okay, that's how you're supposed to say it. Okay. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let, your not, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. If you guys will bow your heads, I wanna pray for this message, get our hearts ready to receive it. 
Father God, I thank you so much for this message of peace and what you died to give us, that you died to give us this peace, Lord. And I pray that right now you are focusing our hearts and our minds and we're receptive to this word to understand how it can be applicable to us in this time. We thank you for taking time to minister to us, to love on us and to give us this peace. In your name we pray, amen. I've been digging Christmas, guys, like too much, man. Like, I don't know what it is about, maybe I'm a dad now, and so I'm just like, Christmas is awesome. And so every single night we're like, all right, what Christmas movie are we gonna watch? What Christmas show are we gonna watch? What are we doing? So Christmas is just like happening at the Edger household right now. So if you came over, if you come over, we're watching a Christmas movie because that's just what we do. And I came across one, a couple years ago, I don't know, we've been watching it every single year since, Christmas with the Cranks. Anyone else watch Christmas with the Cranks? Whoa, guys, it's a good one. It needs to be in your list. And after tonight's service, you will go home, you will download Amazon Prime, you will pay the $2 and watch Christmas with the Cranks because it is good. So there's a part in this movie that I'm about to play for you. It's two minutes, but you gotta see it because I believe it is applicable to tonight's service. So Nick, master pro presenter, Please play the clip. I didn't bring the umbrella. I need that stuff from Chips. I didn't bring the umbrella. Well, I still need it. It's going to have to wait. Okay, look, you stay in the car and I'll get I'll go, I'll put you, I'll go, I'll go. Look, it's it's just sprinkling. (laughs) Listen, don't forget Dixon's White Chocolate, One Pound Bar, and Merch Brothers Pistachios. Okay. You could use an umbrella! I just need some white chocolate! What's the matter? I just talked to Blair. She called from the plane. She called from the airplane? Do you have any idea how much it costs to call from an airplane? How is she? She's fine. She misses us. I'm over there. I could. What? You didn't get the white chocolate. I didn't have it. Did you talk to Rex? Who's Rex? The butcher. As odd as it sounds, I didn't think of asking the butcher where the chocolate was. But I will. I'll go talk to Rex right now. Maybe he'll wonder why I'm all wet. You sure you don't need it? Hey buddy, can I get one of those? Oh, sure. Thanks. Oh. I really think you need an umbrella! No! You know why I don't want one of your stupid brothers? So, peace is like an umbrella. We need to take peace with us. Peace is something that we decide to take with us into the world. Peace is something we decide to put on for ourselves. It says here in John 14, 27, it says, peace I leave with you. He left it with you. My peace I give to you. So Jesus gave us this peace and he says, this is yours now, you can have it. 
The same peace that he walked in, that he took around with him, that he walked the world in, we now have as long as we take it with us. As long as we put it on for ourselves. He even said, I didn't bring my umbrella. And then when he was out in the rain, the guy was like, I think you need an umbrella. He's like, ah, no, it's fine. No, whatever. It's no big deal. And every single time he was getting wetter and wetter and wetter and feeling the effects of the world because he didn't have his umbrella. Now, if he had his umbrella, obviously he'd still be in the rain, but he'd be a lot less wet because the rain would be blocked by the umbrella. We're meant to have this peace on us, with us, so that way we don't feel the effects of the world. I love this account in the book of Mark chapter five, verses 25 through 34. This is the one with the issue of blood. She said, or it says, and there was a woman who had a discharge of blood of 12 years and she had suffered much under many physicians and she had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I just touch his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up. She felt it in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus perceiving in himself, the power had gone out of him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing around you. And yet you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. And the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear, trembling, fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. This same peace that he told her to go in is the exact same Greek word of peace that Jesus said, peace I leave with you. I can't pronounce it. I wouldn't even try because it would just be stupid. I don't even know how to, it's like, okay, I'm gonna try. That's the Greek word for peace that's in both of these scriptures. And it means prosperity. And I know you might be thinking like, well, what, why, why would he leave us prosperity? Well, if you look up the definition of prosperity, It can mean wealth, but it also means plenty, welfare, comfort, security, well-being, luxury. Jesus left us peace. He left us well-being. He left us ease. He left us security. And he says that we need to go in this peace not just come in on a Sunday morning or on a Wednesday night and, and, and feel the peace and be around the peace, but go with the peace. Go in peace. Go with it. You're like, how? <laughs> how do I go with the peace, guys? How, how? What did the woman do? Jesus said it was your faith that made you well. Now go in peace. So her faith not only made her well, but her faith also led her to get to go in peace. So my challenge to you, and I would even say that God's challenge to us is to grab a hold of the peace with your faith. By faith, you are saved. By faith, you get healed. By faith, you walk in peace. 
another account in the book of Mark chapter four, and it's one of my favorite stories. It's the one with the, the disciples going across the river or the leak, the lake, the leak, the lake, <clears throat> and they were in the storm, they're in the boat and it's the, there's chaos all around them. They thought they were gonna die. And they're like, Jesus, don't you care, man? We're about to die, dude. And he said in verse 39, he said he awoke and he rebuked the wind and he said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said to them, why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And then they had great fear and they said to one another, who is this that even the wind and the seas obey him? See, a lot of times we can even be walking with Jesus and we forget to use our faith. We forget to use our faith to walk in the peace that he died to give us. This is our, uh, a good kick in the, the rear reminder for us tonight, guys, is that we've got to use our faith. We gotta remember who is on our boat. We don't leave it like that. We, we, we walk in it. We walk with him. We walk in the peace by faith. We grab a hold of him by faith. He provides the security that nothing else can. There are temporary things that can provide temporary peace, but Jesus, his peace, the one he walked in, everlasting, unending, unwavering, Constant, constant security, constant prosperity, constant well-being, constant supply. It's a, 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 thinking, a, a thinking change, a thought change of knowing, hey, Jesus is on my boat. Jesus is with me. His peace is stronger than the storms. His peace is stronger than the waves. His peace is stronger than the anxiety. His peace is stronger than the addiction. His peace is stronger than this, is stronger than that. And it's knowing that it's ours, believing it's ours that makes it our reality. Colossians 3, verse 12 through 15 out of the ESV, it says, put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one is complained against another, forgive each other, just as God has forgiven you, you must also forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. You're indeed called one body, be thankful. Let the peace of Christ, let the peace of God rule your hearts. Let nothing else rule your heart. Let nothing else take away your peace because your peace is yours. Fight to have it, fight to keep it. It can't be taken away, but you know what I mean? Like fight for that peace because it's yours. It is legally yours. Jesus said, I give it to you. It's yours. If I took your shoes, you'd be mad about it, right? <laughs> Don't let anything take your peace. 
And if it does, be mad about it. <laughs> Let nothing rob you of your peace. I love when we were singing freedom earlier because Ashley was like, this is my favorite line, come as you are. You know, I don't remember the next word, neither did she. That's why she had to look it up. It's funny, it's great, it's awesome. <laughs> but you know, come as you are. Because sometimes people are like, well, I don't have peace because I've messed up and I've screwed up and blah, you know. I don't deserve the peace. I've done too much. I've seen too much. <laughs> I know too much. You know, like we feel that way. But what is it? Philippians 4, 6, I think. Sorry, got to look it up. I want to make sure it's right. It's behind me. It's in front of me. Do not be anxious about anything and everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be known to God. Next verse. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. If you go back to verse six, it doesn't say anything about, hey, you need to change your life, get your act together, stop being stupid, and the peace of God will rule your hearts. At least that's not what it says in my Bible. It's not what it says right there. It just says, don't be anxious. Give it all to God. Go to him and talk to him about it. And then, verse seven, peace will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Every day, we gotta wake up and we choose to put the peace of God in our mind and in our hearts. Let his peace live on you and within you. By faith, you have peace. He gave you salvation. He gave you health. And he gives you peace. This is just one of the many promises God came to give us. Be thankful for the peace. Be grateful for the peace. Contend for your peace. Own your peace. If you guys will just bow your heads, I want to pray for you real fast. God, I thank you so much for your peace. I thank you that you cared so much to leave us with the peace. That you were so good to not only come into this world to rid us of our sins and our sufferings, but you left us the peace that you walked in. You left us in the security that you walked in. You left us in the confidence that you walked in. You left us with such a huge gift that because of what you did on the cross, because of what you've done on the cross, you made us righteous, which makes us able to grab this peace. It makes us owners of this peace. Our righteous position makes us owners of the peace. We're so grateful to be peacekeepers, 
to walk in that peace, to own that peace. Help us every single day. Remind us every single day that we are the owners of your peace, that we can walk in your peace because it's already been given to us. It's already ours. Nothing negates your peace. We can be walking in the rain and we won't get wet. We can be fighting a battle and we'll never really get hurt. We'll never really be broken. We'll never really have loss because we've gained so much with you. God, I thank you for every single person in this room tonight. I thank you for their lives. I thank you for their callings. I thank you for their giftings. I thank you for their hearts, God. I thank you that if there is anyone in this room tonight that's not feeling the peace right now that I know is in this room, I pray that you start to minister your love to them right now and you start to show them that it's real, that they have to take it it's been freely given to them. I pray that you're reminding them right now. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We want to remind you, if you'd like to join us in person, we meet every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. here in Madison, Alabama. We are Ablaze Youth Ministries, grades 6 through 12. We hope to see you. Otherwise, be sure to keep on listening to the podcast.